Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Good morning, Jesus 911. Virgin, most powerful radio. Ruben Nava and Jesse Romero, two man car. Uh, Jesse, good morning. Good morning, Ruben. I'm 10 8. 10 8 for Jesus. Hey, Jesse, uh, we're, we're supposed to have the. Uh, a special guest on today is the, the, the L.A. County Sheriff, the Sheriff of L.A. County. He's supposed to be joining us. And uh, recently he put out a video that uh, depicted him inside a Catholic church praying uh, for for the people he's serving and his department. And uh, it was quite moving. And um, I know that there's, you know, there's going to be people who are going to be detractors from from that. But uh you know, I thought it was very inspiring to see uh, a man in his position to to be invoking God. Uh, what say you? Yep, Ruben, I've never seen in this entire country any sheriff or chief of police running for office again uh, that's put out a video, a faith-based video like that. I, I was moved. I thought it took a lot of courage and valor, especially in California, to do something like that. Uh, even in any state, even if they did that in Arizona or Texas or Florida, it took a lot of courage to to make a video like that, putting your faith on your sleeve. Again, every single one of us, especially as we get older, you know, and Sheriff Villanueva, as, as we're all getting older, uh, we start awakening more and more uh, to God and to, 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 to our faith. We start going back to basics. And so, uh, you know, in the midst of being the sheriff in the largest sheriff's department in the world, I think he's realizing that uh, just like a lot of us realize without, without God, uh, you know, we can't do anything, but without God, everything is possible. That's right. Uh, you know, to be in that position where you have a, a target on your back and uh, the, the woke mob is, uh, is trying to find fault with everything you say and do. And, and, and it's gotta be a, a very tough position to be in, you know, not only in LA County, but all across the, the country, especially in some uh, blue states. And uh, I'll tell you, uh, I, I think that some of the things that he's doing, I mean, a lot of the things he's doing are, are, are right on. The, the people know, they know, uh, they've seen changes. They've seen that, the, you know, him cleaning up some of the homeless and, and even in areas that aren't policed by the sheriff's department. I don't know if you knew that, Jesse, since you've moved away, but we had uh we had a he cleaned had, up venice right yeah venice beach you know there used to be a nice little place for merchants to come and sell their wares and and uh it it just did, man it was a dilapidated state and um homeless homeless everywhere and uh so people didn't feel safe they didn't want to go and frequent those those merchants and 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 consequently, yeah it wasn't good for anybody and so uh there he is the sheriff of LA county good morning Sheriff, how are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Yourselves, uh, uh, you can hear me? Should, yeah, we can hear you perfect, Sheriff. Yeah. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, Good to we, see both of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I, I see you on my television all the time, so uh, you're, you're, you're frequently in my, uh, in my living room. And uh, I pray for you often, by the way. I, when I, uh, I pray for all the sheriffs and all the chief of police around the country, but uh, especially you since... Uh, since I remember you very early on uh, at IRC at East Los Angeles Sheriff Station, so uh, 
I know you, you got one of the toughest jobs in the world. In fact, you're the sheriff for the largest sheriff's department in the world. So every time I see you on, on uh, one of my uh, news channels, I, I just uh, say a little prayer for you. Oh, well, that's much appreciated because Lord knows there's so many special interests that have, they really want to take out the department as you knew it, you know, growing up and uh, your, your, your professional career, your first one, I guess, professional career and uh, their, their intentions are not good. That's right. Uh, Sheriff, we're going to go ahead and play that uh, short uh, video, the, that ad that uh, caught a lot of people's attention of Mr. Engineer, if you're ready to. It doesn't matter what party you belong to, your immigration status, your sexual orientation, public safety matters to everyone. Everyone is deserving of public safety. I'm here to fight for you and with you on behalf of keeping everyone safe. Lord, give me the strength to protect the public from violent crime. Give me the compassion and strength to help our homeless find shelter. Lord, Give me the humility and patience to not let the naysayers discourage our brave women and men from serving with honor. Amen. Sheriff Villanueva, I want to I want to applaud you for your video. Uh, I know you have your critics out there. But I've never seen a sheriff or other law enforcement officer running for office that has put put out such a faith-based video. Uh, I just uh, I marveled when I saw that. I applaud you. I don't care, I don't care what your naysayers or critics say. But let me ask you: From uh, what inspired you to do something so touching like that? Well, the the creators of the of the video and the both ads. That's the second ad. The first ad is a lady rollerblading past a homeless encampment. And uh, they were trying to capture the absurdity of the world we live in at the same time, recognizing on the second one that, you know, we have to be uh, men and women of faith. And if we only believe in ourselves and there's no one above us, that's a pretty uh, a shallow, you know, daunting world to live in. And I think uh, when we recognize that we're just a small piece of a very large picture and the good Lord's... Uh, looking out for us, then it starts to make sense. And what seems impossible is achievable. Well, we have faith. That's right. That's right. And, you know, uh, the Psalm 119 says that your word is a lamp under my feet and a light unto my path. And, you know, we, we put, we put God in, uh, in everything we do and we put him first and everything and we invoke him. Uh, he's going to give us the strength to carry on. And, uh, you know, just like, uh, <laughs> just like us, Solomon asked God for wisdom, and what did He give him? You know, He He, uh, he provided that for him because He didn't uh, He didn't ask for riches and and worldly pleasures and things of that nature. So, I I do I do applaud you too, uh, Sheriff, for um, for invoking uh, your faith in in this this troubling times because this is this the world we're living in is uh, you know they're calling the the good bad and the bad good and you know it's just. It's upside down right now, and uh, it, it must be tough. The job must, uh, at hand probably seems insurmountable at times, but uh, you, you're asking the Lord for strength in your, in your duties that, for the different people that you, that you um, represent and uh, you, you protect. 
And uh, so does your faith in God give you solace and consolation? Um, definitely it does. And my wife and I, every night before we, uh, before we go to sleep, we, we recite the Psalms 91. Mm. Oh. We do that one like clockwork. You know, that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Mm. And we've, we've been doing that for well over two years now. Wow. And it's a very it's a very lengthy psalm, and but now we know it by heart. And, and when you kind of realize and go through it, you realize, yeah, there's there's always someone looking out for you, even when you think they're not. Uh, he's there. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. you know what? We're we're joining Psalm ninety one because that's one of my evening psalms as well for my night prayers with my wife. It's Psalm ninety one. And by the way, Sheriff, I'm not sure in case in in case you didn't know, Psalm ninety one is the oldest exorcism psalm. Uh, that the Jews have been using since the days of David and Solomon. So it, it, it's a psalm to drive out evil spirits. It's, a, it's an exorcism psalm for the Jewish people. And, of course, Catholics and Protestants, we use it as well, also in spiritual warfare. So it's good to know that the sheriff of L.A. County prays Psalm 91 every single uh, evening. That's, that's good to know. Something else that I can tell just from watching you on television, seeing some of your interviews, uh, you have a very you, you have a deep understanding that law enforcement really is a divine calling. It's a God ordained profession. And I remember back in the academy, I'm going to date myself, you know, class two thirteen. Um, I, I remember I forget one of the drill instructors said that you know this is a God ordained profession. I don't know if he was joking or not, but he actually quoted scripture. He says, you know, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. And that stuck. This was in 1983, and that stuck with me. What that drill instructor said: "This is a God-ordained profession. Blessed are the peacemakers; they shall be called the children of God." Uh, that stuck in my craw for decades, and, and it seemed as I watch you, especially in this video, it seems that you have a deep understanding that this is this is not just a you know something that you sign up, you know, uh, give me an application. I want this is a divine calling, especially your position, the sheriff of L.A. County. Uh, but once again, uh, is is your wife also part of your spiritual support system? Oh, 100%. She's part of the prayer group. In fact, when we were thinking about, uh, we were uh, contemplating retirement back in 2017, I know I was going to pull the plug in 2018 because I'd hit the magic age of 55 and I had bought back my military time and everything. I was working for free already in 2017. So we prayed a long, long time, and her prayer group kept sending her scriptures day after day, and not knowing what we were contemplating. And I'll be darned, every damn one short of saying, "Hey, just run for the damn office." It was uh, it was almost comical because everyone was on point. If they were, if you were looking for a scripture to support an idea, you would have picked those, and they just kept providing them without without any prompting. And I think uh, they even said, "Hey, you know, I think." The good Lord is trying to tell us something, so go ahead, go for it. And here we are. <laughs> yeah, you know, speaking of t- uh, 2018, when you ran the last time, oh well, we're coming up on our first break here, so you're gonna we'll we'll hold this question until the other side of the break. You're listening to, to Jesus 911 on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. We'll be right back. We have the Sheriff of LA County with us. Don't change that dial. Now, back to Jesus 911. 
If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Jesus 911, we are back. We're Iron Sharpens Iron, and one man sharpens another. We have a special guest with us, Sheriff Alex Villanueva from the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. And uh, the three of us go back a long way, Sheriff. Um, both of, uh, all, all three of us were work, young deputies back at— Well, we had black hair. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, we were deputies together at East LA Station. Uh, I, uh, I hey, my barber of... says, "Shut up! You got hair to cut." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have, I have a lot of fond memories of the. No, I think I worked with the sheriff also at IRC too, mm. at, at the inmate reception center as well. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, during Jesse's boxing days, sheriff. So uh, I, I, we won't bring up any stories there. <laughs> no, no, don't bring up any stories. <laughs> no, I'm just. Uh, I, I just we have fond memories of of the, the camaraderie that we shared coming working uh, at a place like East LA Station. We called it the Fort. And uh, but what what was your favorite assignment throughout the throughout your career be, before becoming sheriff? Um, and, and don't tell me it was training D. Mitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my 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 favorite assignment. I mean, I enjoyed all my time in patrol. I mean, that you know that's just priceless. But probably the one that I had the greatest impact within the department was when I was a staff instructor at the academy. Mm. So many uh, people to, to mentor and to shape and to get them to uh, transition from civilian life into, you know, uh, becoming, you know, full-blown uh, yeah. peace officers and serving the community. That was always a big uh, challenge because the start of every academy, you look at that class, you go, oh, Lord Jesus, yeah. there's no way. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, five months later, they're all marching straight and, you know, and they they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. You're having to change that mindset. You know that 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 now you're you're a servant leader. You're you know you're a sheepdog, and uh, and to yeah, that's a that's a tough role to to transition to. Go ahead, Jess. Sheriff Vianueva, you know I I was watching you years ago, and as you were running for office, and uh, you know I'll. I live in Arizona and I left uh, California a few years ago, but I was born and raised in, you know, Southern California, born and bred there. My family's all there. And I saw that when you, when you ran for office, uh, you could tell that you were, you were the people's sheriff. People just intuitively, they just connected with you. But I have noticed in the last couple of years uh, you seem to be more, moving more, let's say, like to the center. You remind me kind of like of Elon Musk. Uh, Elon Musk, you know, just kind of the kind of the you know got along with everybody. Uh, he was uh, loved by everybody, and uh, he says, you know what? I haven't moved. People have moved away from me. I've stood exactly where I'm at. It seems to me like you've moved more to the center. Uh, what's changed for you? Well, I'll. I'll... To be honest, I can relate to this with Elon Musk. My positions and who I am, what I am, I really have not changed at all. What's happened is in the political world, especially on the on the Democratic side, hmm. they've gone so far to the left hmm. that if you're in that mentality mindset, it looks like I shifted to the right. But everything that I stood for when I ran for office in 2018, I stand for today. For example, um, getting ICE out of the jails, that was a very important move for public safety and to protect the undocumented from, from harm, you know, from being afraid to be involved in law, in law enforcement. And it worked. And we want to secure the borders. We want to have federal immigration do their job, but we can't have them intermingled with local law enforcement because that does a lot of harm. 
especially here in LA County, when you have a million, a million undocumented residents. See, for the Democratic side, that's a, a progressive position. I was actually to the left of the Board of Supervisors. But when everybody shifted during the George Floyd summer of 2020 to the far left and defund law enforcement, all of a sudden I looked like a conservative, but in actuality, I've never really moved. I've still been in this occupying the same place. Mm. Okay. And you know, uh, Sheriff, I, I know myself and, and some of uh, my buddies, um, when you were running in 2018, one of the things that, that, that we looked at was that your predecessor was coming what had been uh, bred in the, in a different department. And he was coming from uh, just a, he was trying to change so many things with, within the department. There was low morale. And uh, one of the things we said is that, you know, uh, Alex is one of us. He's, you know, he's tra- East LA trained, you know, so uh, you had a, you had a pulse on the, on, on the department and, and consequently um, the morale has gone up. I, and I'll tell you, I don't know if you knew this about me, but I, I'm, I'm still a director with Lassa and, um, and I'm also, uh, I've been coaching the department's sheriff's soccer team for, uh, since 2005. So, um, and I saw you applauding the, uh, the, the baseball team that just won. So hopefully we can, uh, we can bring home a, a gold medal at the summer games this, this year and we could join you up there. Uh, I'll tell you that's, I have these young guys that I mentor and, and one by one, they're they're uh, they're very very happy, and the 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 morale has really improved. So I kudos to you uh, on that on that front. So you know, there's a there's one thing that that uh, I wanted to ask you because of the position that the, you know the board of supervisors has taken. They've been pushing the uh, you know the the vaccine on, on the department, and I know your position on it, and. Uh, but they seem to be relentless. And so what do you say to those young guys or not maybe don't even have to be young, but people uh, that want to leave the department because they, they don't want to be forced into doing something against their, their moral con- conscience or, you know, maybe medical reasons. They don't want to take the jab. Uh, what do you say about those that are contemplating leaving the, the biggest department on, in the, in the free world for another department? Well, I'm telling them, one, the grass is always greener on the other side, and then people later on come to regret it. And the fact is, I support people's right to make their own decision what to do with their body. And I don't think I, I'm in a position to force it upon them. I think the board's move are ideologically driven. They want to show who's in charge, and they don't care about the consequences. And I've explained to them that I have over 1,800 employees that have more than 27 years on that can just walk away. And if they're firm in their convictions, they will walk away. It's not like it's an idle threat. Yeah. In fact, we lost 17 deputies in the first week of April. In one week, 17. And they all transferred lateral to other agencies that don't have a vaccine mandate. Mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by five counties without a vaccine mandate. And now they're offering bonuses to attract mm-hmm. our personnel who are highly trained and they're a desirable you know, uh, resource to recruit from. And uh, so we got to stop that. And I'm telling people uh, either take the vaccine. I've taken it. I support it. But if you don't want to take the vaccine, that's fine. Do the weekly testing. And now we're doing the weekly testing. It's working. It's the same position as the president of the United States, the same position as the governor of the state of California. And this is the disconnect from L.A. County Board of Supervisors, where they just 
don't want to acknowledge the fact that the rest of the world is going in a different direction. They're still sticking to their guns because they want to show everybody who's in charge, I guess. It's not very well thought out. Mm-hmm. Just Sure, Villanueva, what's uh, <clears throat> the, the paradigm shift in law enforcement? I mean, uh, I was around during the Rodney King uh, riots. Uh, there's been other little uh, flare-ups in, in law enforcement around the country. But when do you think that a lot of our government officials really lost their they, they lost their ability to think when they started supporting this whole defund law enforcement? Would you say that paradigm shift was the George Floyd arrest? Uh, and how has that affected you in Los Angeles County? Because it seems to me, I mean, as I, as I watch you, you seem to be just a, a common sense law and order sheriff. But uh, that's uh, that's an unpopular position to, to be law and order, uh, you know, just uh, uh, a law and order common sense sheriff with uh, the vast majority of people around the country uh, on the Democrat side that keep pushing the defund the police. Uh, how how is that affecting you? Well, it's um, you know, the 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 seeds were sown before the George Floyd murder. Yeah. You got to go back to Ferguson and the the fake hands up, don't shoot routine mm-hmm. and birth of Black Lives Matter movement, for example. And uh, concept great in theory. However, in practice, it became just another scam to raise money from. And they were exploiting every tragedy mm-hmm. and and making it bigger and bigger in the eyes of people with the, you know, using social media and cell phones. Everybody thought when George Floyd came around that there was a Derek Chauvin in every single department throughout the nation. And you heard concept of systemic uh, racism, mass incarceration, over-policing, all these big fancy terms. But when you go down to the substance of it, people did not want to uh, abandon a feeling of their sense of security and safety. So now the pendulum is swinging back towards the middle where it should be. And now the whole defunding movement has been thoroughly discredited. They're on the run. Any politician who's embraced has been run out of office across the country. And I think the year 22 this year is going to be a referendum on that whole woke ideology, for lack of a better term, Mm -hmm. that somehow we're going to reimagine public safety. Let's get rid of consequences for crime. So the progressive district attorneys, for example, now they're struggling to stay in office because people are realizing yeah, we have to have law and order. We can't abandon that and somehow believe that's going to make us safer. It's not. So the false narrative, we have to push hard against it. At the beginning, you know, there was not many of us, myself, you know, I was one of the few at the start that said, no, I'm not going to buy into that, that false narrative. We're going to stick to what's right. We hold people accountable, but we're not going to condemn an entire profession of the department just because you know, liberal politicians want to embrace it to get another, you know, shot in office. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Sheriff, since we have a, uh, our fan base or our audience it stretches all across the United States and, and, and the world, actually, um, what do you what do you see as the biggest problem facing law enforcement today in the 21st century? You know, and uh, are the problems here you're seeing in L.A., are they uh, are they just localized or do you see them as you know, something that it's a, has wider implications to uh, other areas. Well, the city of L.A. just yesterday formalized their budget. They're going to increase the LAPD's budget by 6.5 percent. Hmm. 
our budget has been defunded. We, they cut 1,281 positions out of our budget. Then they froze our ability to hire. So now we're over 2,200 sworn employees in the hole. And if you add the civilian on the mix, we're over 3,000 in the hole right now. Wow. It's horrific considering the rising crime, rising homelessness, and you can't fight crime without crime fighters. It's a pretty simple equation. I think people are figuring that out now. And throughout the nation, again, we're seeing the tide shift back. Every single agency that flirted with uh, the whole um, defunding law enforcement, they lived to regret it. Now they're scrambling, trying to get people to come back to their agencies. So I think the the pendulum is swinging back in the right direction. We just got to make sure we don't overcorrect and go back to some of the mistakes from the 80s and 90s where we want to be tough on crime, but we got to be smart about it. We can't start locking up everybody and throwing away the creek and some will think that's going to solve things either. We just got to be very selective on who gets locked up and who can be rehabilitated or not. Just have a, a good, healthy conversation about how we're doing that. All right. Uh, Sheriff, hold that thought. We're going to come back on the other side of the break. Jesus 911. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Jesus 911. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. We have a guest with us today. He's the Sheriff of Valley County, Alex Villanueva, a friend of both Jesse and I's and I. And uh on the other side. Ruben, Ruben I want to ask the sheriff uh, two yeah. personal questions here. Sheriff did you know, uh, and this will just be for your for your for your war bag? Uh, did you know that uh, as Catholics, we have a we believe that Saint Michael the Archangel uh, is the patron saint of policemen? Did you know that? Yes. Good. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm going just. Uh, you know, it's just a recommendation. I tell all the cops that I come in contact with, and you know, you're the top cop of L.A. I think it's just a good practice for any anybody listening to me in law enforcement right now. Start off your when your morning prayer. Make sure that you add that to your to your war bag. The Saint Michael the Archangel prayer. Uh, I know a lot of cops, myself, Ruben, a lot of us. We used to have the Saint Michael the Archangel prayer card in our in our vest mm-hmm. in that little sleeve in our vest. Uh, and it's just good. It's just good uh, to remember that we that God assigns an angel to all law enforcement. So I just wanted to share that with you. Uh, Sheriff, yeah. Another question on a personal level, I want to ask you is that um, it seems to me, as I hear you speak, I've seen you on television. It seems to me, uh, and of course, you know, you, you can't wear that on your sleeve. Obviously, you know, you 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 have to govern all the people. But it seems to me like you have a a moral compass that's ha- that has a biblical worldview. In other words, there are people that are definitely have a a secular, a, a kind of a godless worldview. Uh, more of a Darwinian evolution worldview. To me, when I hear you talk, you definitely have a a, a biblical worldview. Uh, am I correct? Well, I would say this. You know, I was raised uh, Catholic. I was a, I was an altar boy as a, as a young kid in Puerto Rico. I learned uh, mass in Spanish, so actually, I relate more to Spanish mass than English English mass, and. Uh, there's a couple of, of concepts, you know, like uh, uh, ayúdate que Dios te ayudará, for example. Mm. No. 
And the other one in Puerto Rico is Adios rogando, pero con el mazo dando. Hmm. That have trust, put faith in the Lord, but that doesn't mean you have to stop working. Yeah. You got to get the job done yourself, and then place your faith in the Lord that you'll have a good ending to whatever your your work is. Sheriff, uh, I have a question here. Um, uh, do you have days where you just you just seems like the the task at hand is so daunting, and and the walls are closing in on you? Who does the sheriff go to for for advice on uh, political matters or? job related matters just uh and and is this person uh your mentor well i have a, a small group of friends um some within the department some outside the department uh uh that I, I trust their judgment particularly those outside the department that look at it through a different lens mm -hmm. sometimes within the department we we tend to have a perspective that could be somewhat warped because it's a uh, very uh, it's singular once you're within the, the organization, but that's why I rely on people from outside the organization looking into it. You know, how do they perceive us, what we're doing? And yeah, there's days where it's like, oh my God, one thing after another, bad news and bad news. So I even tell my folks, okay, give me the bad news in order from the worst bad news to the least bad news. And, uh, but you know, we just handle everything one day at a time. And I think, uh, as long as that our, we keep our moral compass pointing north, due north, ultimately everything resolves itself. I mean, the organization is so large that there are going to be things that are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. People are going to make bad decisions. There's going to be misconduct. There's a whole bevy of trial attorneys trying to make hay of everything to make a quick buck off the county and lawsuits, frivolous lawsuits. Those things are always going to happen. The media has going to have their own spin to sell their newspapers. And we understand that. But as long as they're doing the right things for the right reasons and the organization is doing that, we're going to sail through all, all rough waters. And eventually we're going to get to calmer waters. And I think we're approaching that point now where things are starting to become very, very clear. We know internally there's a group of people that were dedicated to sabotage the organization for their own self-interest that we know. We know there's a group outside the organization that wants to make the board, uh, have the board appoint sheriffs. So they're basically uh, a lackey to the board of supervisors. So those forces are at work around the clock, but ultimately they're going to be defeated because I've done 97 town halls to date. I've been speaking to over 10,000 community members in person. And I know what the community really wants. They want to see us working effectively. They want us to be obviously be ethical in our decision, but they want to see more of us, not less. Yeah. I mean, that is overwhelming across the board in every single city that we provide law enforcement services to. How can we get more of you? And that's a resounding endorsement of our department. All right. Sheriff Villanueva, uh, our, our second president, John Adams, he said that our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. When you take that statement, I think that's that's the challenge that we have now, especially you, uh, the sheriff in the largest uh, sheriff's department in the world, is that we're dealing right now with, with, with a society or a generation uh, where faith is waning. There's a lack of faith. Uh, a lot of people are more secular, humanist, progressive, moral, relativist. That's a large swath of our country. And basically, they don't have a moral compass. They wake up every morning, they lick their finger in the air, and they decide what's right. Uh, according to their, you know, their own understanding of right and wrong, 
And that's where law enforcement comes in. Law enforcement is the last line of defense. Uh, the job of a, of a cop today has got to be so difficult because they're expected to be, you know, so, sometimes soldiers. Obviously, when you have Antifa and Black Lives Matter rioting out there, they're called to be therapists, family therapists, uh, you know, teen therapists, child therapists, counselors, mentors, uh, teachers, referees. Uh, this has made the task of law enforcement, I think, in the 20th century very, very challenging. Uh, your thoughts, when you joined the Sheriff's Department, and I did and Ruben did, you know, long time ago, to me, I saw, I, I saw the society, there was more faith amongst people. It was more of a faith-based generation. Uh, when I left the Academy in 1983, to me, today in 2022, our society seems to be more secular, more godless. You think I'm on to something? Well, I think um, the ones that are that, that don't have faith or uh, basically cast dispersions on people who are not afraid to you know, practice their faith or profess uh, their faith, I think because of social media, their voice is louder and louder. But it still is, is a small group of people. It's just now the ability to really project yourself and have fake you know, Twitter accounts, for example. And one person now is 20 people on Twitter. That gives a false perception of where it is, but I think the majority of people are are not secular per se, but I think they have different degrees of how they profess their faith. They're practicing Catholics, for example, or they might be just on occasion and or maybe not go to church at all, but they still, you know, they're definitely have a, a religious foundation in their life, be it whatever religion they practice. I think they're there. And I think they've always been there. It can be intimidating, though, because of the, the voices of, uh, you know, the people screaming the loudest in the public square or denouncing everything. Look at this whole Check the Sheriff Coalition, Act LA, uh, Measure J, all these things about reimagining. And a lot of them are driven by people that are about communists, that they believe in communism. And they keep pushing the notion of equity. Where everyone is equal, which is part of the foundations of, a, you know, a Marxist uh, doctrine about equality when we're, we were born and raised on equal opportunity. Yeah. You don't get equal results, but you should have the equal opportunity to advance. And I think that's what we're going to focus on and we'll stay focused on. And we'll, at the end of the day, we're going to just be calling the balls and the strikes like we've been doing throughout our careers. Sheriff, you said something that, uh, that gave me a lot of hope. You said that the, the, the entire defund the police movement it seems to be waning. It seems to be dying. It's been exposed. Um, that affected you very early on, obviously, in Los Angeles. But uh, you said they've seen their better days, right? It's, it's, it's a movement that's waning. Yes. But, yeah, but yet the, the Board of Supervisors is still withholding the purse. I mean, you need, you need more cops out there. And uh, they're still playing hardball with you. Isn't, isn't that the case? Right now, they're like the last uh, surviving practitioners of defunding law enforcement. And that's three members of the board specifically. It's kind of like, a, you know, a combat veterans from World War II. They're in some desolated island that don't know that the war is already over. They're still fighting it where the rest of the nation has moved on past that. In fact, the president, every time he has a chance, keeps repeating it. You have to fund. In fact, he, keep, he repeats it three times. Fund, fund, fund law enforcement. <laughs> and I keep telling the board, hey, you must not have gotten the memo from the president. So, yeah, I think we're on a good path now. Yeah. I get a kick out of some of the memes I see on social media, uh, Sheriff, with with uh, 
your face on top of a <laughs> on top of a LAPD body. These guys from LAPD are, are um, they look they highly uh, well they look up to you. Let's say and that, that made a it made a, a really big impression on them when you went out to this uh, that. The memorial for one of the officers that was killed. I think he was an off-duty officer that was killed in, um, what, I want to say, Firestone? or, or... It was, uh, I think, Olympic Division of LAPD, but it was killed in Century's area, yes. Right, okay. Yeah, and so that made a that big impression on um, my friends from LAPD. And as you, as you know, as I said, um, I know a lot of people from there because of their soccer teams. And and so, uh, you know, one of the, the biggest issues facing this nation is this rise in crime. And, and I've heard you say that, that our murder rate here in LA County has gone up 94%. Is that, is that correct? Do you think you said 94%? Yeah. And in two years, 19, 19 uh, 2019 to 21, it went up 94%, which is just an astronomical jump. Yeah. And at the same time we we're being defunded, our detective division, they're missing 25% of all of their detectives are gone because they were never replaced as a retired, you know, the baby boom generation is aging out and leaving stage left. Yeah. We have to bring in the new crowd that to be mentored by these people as they retire, but the board in their infinite wisdom decided to just break the whole thing up mm. to damage the institution and shame on the board for that. All right. Sheriff, do you have time to stay on for one more segment? Uh, ooh, no, I gotta, I gotta call it right here because now I gotta jump to, uh, uh, to another meeting with a uh, with a supervisor of all people. Okay, well, yeah. we want to thank you for coming on and uh, and being the leader that you are. So, kudos, and we'll you're being our prayers. For this. God bless you, Sheriff Yanova. God. God bless you. But thank you both of you. Great to see both of you. Now, back to Jesus nine one one. If this call is not an emergency, dial eight 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 five two six. Jesus 911. We're back. The the sheriff is gone, but uh, we're. He was very generous with his time, Ruben. That's right. Can you imagine? He gave us the sheriff of LA County, largest sheriff uh, department in the world, and he gave us three segments. I mean, he's probably got all kinds of stuff going on right now, especially with the Board of Supervisors. Here's my takeaway from talking from him. Here's here's some of the things that uh, I I can detect from uh, Sheriff Villanueva. Number one, he's got a PhD in common sense. He's he's probably uh, he's he's reminds me, I think, of more like of a of a Kennedy Democrat, one of those blue collar Democrats, you know, back in the nineteen sixties. Right. Uh, today, a Kennedy Democrat or a blue collar Democrat like him, they're considered heretics or anathema uh, in their party today. He he would he he reminds me like of a Tulsi Gabbard, uh, uh, Gabbard Democrat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I, another takeaway from talking to the sheriff, is um, is I, he's obviously a man of faith. I don't know if he's a Catholic. I know his wife is Catholic. I, I didn't ask him if he was Catholic. I knew he was born and raised Catholic. He he said that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I know years ago I'd heard that he was going to a, pro, a, a Protestant denomination, but probably as a result of it seems it seems to me like if his wife is a fired up Catholic, she's. As soon as you hear somebody has a prayer group, they're you know they're they're deep in their faith. You know what I'm saying, Ruben? When right. when you're hanging out with other Catholic men and you're you know once a week and praying, you're you're deep. You're more than a Sunday Catholic. So 
I can see that his wife is a strong Catholic. It's probably had an influence on him and probably bat- brought him back to his roots, to the Catholic faith as well, because I don't think... I don't think a staunch like Calvinist or like an anti-Catholic uh, Protestant would have made a video inside of a Catholic church like he did. There's just no way like Raul Reese is going to do a video like that or Chuck Smith yeah. or, you know, so, somebody who has a real, you know, anti-Catholic bent. So I think he's a Catholic now um, and, and, uh, and he's a man of faith without a doubt. Uh, the last thing, and, and, and I respect this, the fact that he's uh, he's. Uh, been with his wife for a long time for for decades uh you know that that stability it's 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 good to see in a person who's uh has a leadership role in society like the sheriff of LA county so that's uh also another thing that he just has a good he has a good sense of what's happening he said uh yeah I'm like Elon Musk uh yeah I I didn't go anywhere he says in other words without saying it he said my party left me I didn't leave the party. Right. He goes I stood exactly where I'm at but the Democrats have gone so left he says that they've abandoned me but I haven't gone anywhere. So it's kind of what Elon Musk said the other day. He said that um uh he put out a meme. He says uh I haven't moved. He says I've had my same my same core principles. It's uh, society has has moved to the left, and so it seems like if I'm on the right now, because most of society has just moved to the left. So that's my takeaway. What about you, Rudy? Yeah. Well, you know, being it coming from uh, L.A. County, we're coming from a, a, a blue state like the like he he works in. Uh, these problems they're um, they're going on all, all across the country, and other sheriffs and police officers, uh, chiefs have. Have got to deal with the same a lot of the same issues, and uh, so it, it's it's got to be a tough, a very tough job to 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 be in. And uh, I was very pleased to, to see that he had a a prayer life, and uh, because you know, apart from God, you can do we can do nothing, you know. And yes. if he, if he entrusts his uh, his leadership and, and and to give him the wisdom that he needs to to run this department, I think that's encouraging. Um, you know this. This is a. It's going to be a hotly contested uh, race coming up, and uh, I know he has some detractors. But sometimes when you look at Jesse, you look at some of the uh, who your your enemies are, like uh, you know going back to uh, President Trump, you see who his enemies were, and and you see what they stood for, and uh, then you you think, man, well, I'm I'm in good company here because I I don't want to. I, I don't want to hold those positions that these these people, my naysayers, are are standing with. So it was uh, it was very very refreshing to uh, to have him come on and 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 actually very bold because he didn't know what we were going to ask him. Exactly, and, that took a lot of guts, Ruben. And I can tell again, it was very obvious. But I did ask him. He has a biblical worldview. I mean, everybody out there in society. They either have a God-centered worldview or a godless worldview. He definitely has a God-centered worldview. Uh, and, and for that, I applaud him. And so he's able to, this is why he's able to see and, and detect, like saying, wait a minute, uh, I haven't changed, my positions haven't changed. Uh, society seems to be going lurching left, and, uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my ground. Uh, it was good to hear also that he prays Psalm 91 every night with his wife. I mean, that's an exorcism psalm. I you know, kind of gave him a little catechesis on that. That's a psalm of protection from evil spirits. And, and boy, oh boy, does he need it more than ever. 
as a sheriff of L.A. County. It's, it's good to hear that. I also asked him if he knew that St. Michael was a patron saint of policemen, kind of like hint, hint, you know, yeah. if you're not praying the St. Michael the Archangel prayer, maybe sheriff, you should pray it every, you know, morning and evening. So I just kind of threw that just to kind of remind him. Because, mm-hmm. again, he has, he, it, I'm not sure if he's Catholic, but he definitely has Catholic sensibilities. He was saying that, you know, he knows the Mass in Spanish. He was an altar boy. Uh, and and uh, and so he's definitely a man of faith. Uh, I don't know if he's a Catholic. You know, I, I don't know the depth of his understanding of the Catholic faith. But, uh, again, I think his wife seems to be a fired-up Catholic, and I think she has uh, plays a big role in his life. Yeah, yeah. I, I was hoping that um, that we could you could ask him that question about uh, the district attorney that you had uh, wanted to ask him. Gascon, yeah, yeah. Uh, because that's uh, that's one of the, that's another major issue in terms of the crime. You know, this this guy's just letting people out. Um, he's not prosecuting people. No, no. I can I can pretty much I could pretty much glean what he was going to say. He's going to say, "Yeah, we don't get along. Uh, we're at you know we're at loggerheads." This uh, my cops are are busting their butts out there and taking people to jail. And this guy's releasing them as fast, uh, you know, before the the police report is done. So I'm I'm sure because you can tell he's a lawn he's a common sense law and order sheriff that has a, a, a kind of a God centered worldview. So I'm sure that him and Gascon uh, are basically miles apart in terms of uh, in terms of their law enforcement, uh, you know ideology mm-hmm. yeah yeah so this is uh don't we have a lot of uh law enforcement uh people listening to our show so it's just uh hopefully you get you get encouraged to uh to, to practice your faith to go to to know that you got to trust in 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 jesus and uh put him first in your life to let him guide your path and and um and he's going to be there for you but uh but we ha- we we have to stay centered and focused on Jesus and trust in Him and and I, I tell you um, it's good to know that that he that he is a man of faith and uh, and that he he does he does pray because uh, that that's gonna uh, that's gonna affect his decision making that's for sure. Yeah, it sure is. I remember uh, years years and years ago I had a sh- I t- I was having dinner with Sheriff Block and his wife and Anita. And uh, I was just teasing him. I was I was pretty upfront you know, about, uh, hey sheriff, I, you know what, uh, you, uh, you I, I believe in your Messiah. I was telling well, him, like, he, well, he's, years he, ago. just as the listeners know, Sher- Sher- Sherman Block was Jewish. Yeah, yeah, he was Jewish, right? And I told him, um, I said, I, I believe in your Jewish Messiah. I said he's my savior, he's my Lord. I said, uh, you know, I said uh, he's your Messiah as well, sheriff. He would he laughed. I mean, I, uh, he, he didn't. Uh, he could tell that I was like very convicted and he didn't, he didn't want to go there. But uh, he goes, Jess, he says, my wife is Catholic. He says, is that good enough? I said, that's good. But you, I said, your wife believes in the Jewish Messiah, but now we need you to believe in the Jewish Messiah, wow. Yeshua, Jesus. <laughs> and and he's, he, he, he's, so he was cracking up. Uh, he thought it was funny. But uh, yeah, he, apparently he was, he was married to a fired up practicing wow. Catholic. And I'm sure that uh, you know she, she prayed pray for him for every single day, especially at the moment of his death, that uh, he would open his heart to Yeshua, yeah. uh, our Jewish Messiah. So, and I've heard Jesse <laughs> tell the audience. I heard you tell somebody that uh, you know my you know my sheriff. He's a Jew. Yeah. My boss is a Jew, but my bigger boss. Yeah, I, he's I told him that. I told yeah. Sheriff Baca that. I mean, uh, uh, block 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 that. Yeah. 
Yeah, my bigger boss is is also a Jew, and I I answer to him. <laughs> yeah, and I also I also did have a talk with Sheriff Baca in his office one day, and I was talking to him about uh, about Jesus, and then he goes, "Hey, can you pray for me?" I said, "Yeah, sure." He go and he put his head down, and uh, I just just uh, closed my eyes, and I just prayed for him. I just from my heart, I said, "Jesus." I, we, I'm just asking you to bring this your son back to the church, Lord, and open his eyes and take take the trappings of Buddhism away, Lord, and just give him clarity. And he was Reuben. I prayed for about two or three minutes with him by himself in his office. He was he was all ears. Mm. Uh, when I stopped praying, I made the sign of the cross. I said, "Hey, can you make the sign of the cross?" He did. Gave me a big old hug, and he goes, "You know what?" He goes, "I could tell you prayed from your heart." He goes, "I'm never going to forget this." Wow. So, yeah. Uh, he uh, he was a good man. Uh, just. That he had he, he convoluted his his different face. He he joined them together and right. uh, syncretism, Ruben. Yeah, yeah. So I I did tell my wife if if something happens to me and I die in the line of duty, please don't let him speak at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, uh, blessed are the peacemakers. They shall be called the children of God. That's exactly what cops are. They're peacemakers and. Um, and unfortunately, God, uh, sometimes they have to use force. And God says that in Romans chapter 13, verses 1 to 4. Sometimes uh, uh, cops have to use force uh, against the evildoer. And uh, we just pray for all the officers out there. I got two boys that are officers. We pray for that God gives them uh, an increase of faith, discernment, understanding, uh, prudence, temperance. And we pray for all our officers out there. And we pray that this defund the police uh, that this is uh, that we that we drive a, a stake right through the heart of this defund the police movement, and that uh, this entire country comes back to God and come back to our senses. Amen. Amen. Yes, Jesse. This is uh, it was good having him on the show, and we are uh, we just want to encourage everybody to to stay churched up and prayed up. Prayed up. Yeah, we're in the month of May, still the month of Mary. So let's uh, make sure we're, we're praying our rosary and. Uh, you know, asking her for her intercession, and uh, let's let's uh, let's stay stay focused, stay on track, and uh, you know, keep Amen. keep sharing this show. You guys, uh, our listeners, you're doing a, a great job of, uh, of bringing others to the to our platform, and uh, hopefully, we've enlightened you or given you something to think about. And um, yeah, Jesse, you want who's up next, Jesse? Yeah, up next, uh, Gary Machuda, hands-on apologetics, the big guy coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. Uh, I, I was going to ask the sheriff, I said, hey, did you know that nobody, uh, in, no law enforcement uh, endorsed uh, Joe Biden the last election? But eh, I don't want to go there. Hey, <laughs> thanks for listening to uh, uh, Two Man Card, Jesus 911. See you next time. Same price time, same price channel. God bless you. Keep the faith.